Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly message, where every week we aim to deliver an authentic, inspiring, creative message um, that's really meant to set your soul on fire. Like I said, inspire and motivate you, give you something to implement in your daily life, give you something that you could take with you, hopefully for the rest of your rest of your life um, that betters you, improves you, helps you to learn and grow as we're all in this together. Um, if you are a first-time listener, I just want to say thank you so much for checking us out, wherever you found your way here. I'm so grateful that you're giving us a chance to check us out. I hope that this message sets you on fire, gives you a reason to keep coming back and listening, um, and continue to check out our previous messages as well. If you're a continuing listener, you already know how much I really do appreciate you continuing to listen. It means the world to me. I'm so happy that we're on this journey together as we learn and grow and become better within ourselves and learn to believe in ourselves each week more and more. Um, remember that we follow the model of each one teach one. So if you hear this message and if you like something or if it makes you think of somebody, make sure you share it, pass it along. This is how this movement grows um, within Shape the Culture is when we when each one follows the each one teach one model. And we're going to get right back into our continuing series this week. All right. So this week we are continuing our series, How to Be a Master. Um, and this mastery series has really been focused on the principle of character first and then ability. Um, I believe inside the Holy Scriptures, within the stories and the and the words Jesus spoke, he, he touched a lot on subjects that related to our character, which I think were meant to promote us not only to believe in ourselves, but to strengthen our character so that we can be masters in our everyday lives. Um, and when we become masters of ourselves, of our emotions, of our thoughts, of our, like I said, of our character, I think that directly correlates to how we're, how we're able to perform when it comes to our crafts and our abilities. Um, and so the first week we looked at Jesus sending out his 72 disciples. Um, and that really showed us how to live being lambs among wolves, um, how we're able to bring the kingdom of God near not only ourselves, but others through our actions. Um, and then we took a look at the parable of the Good Samaritan. And this showed us the, the power of us being compassionate and being moved by our compassion rather than greed or anything else. But really our compassion, our, our love and feelings for others is what should move us to perform at our best. And then last week, we looked at what happened when Jesus took some time to meet with Mary and Martha. Um, and in that story, we really learned the importance of being able to sit and listen um, because listening directly improves our growth. And when we listen and when we actively listen and learn how to do that, we see how every moment in our lives is really a, a lesson that we're meant to learn from. And I think that's very important for us to remember. And so this week we are ending our journey in, in Luke chapter 10. So for the past three weeks, we've been in Luke chapter 10, and now we're moving forward to chapter 11. And we're going to seek to understand the principle of perseverance and never get it, never giving up, and also knowing what to ask for and being comfortable to ask for it and then go work for it. So I'm going to read from Luke chapter 11. We're going to do verses nine through 10, real short. And they read like this. And so I tell you, Keep on asking and you will, you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. 
For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. And so once again, we come across some verses that are that are uh, some of Jesus's more famous words. You know, th- these verses of seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. Ask and you will receive. I think these are all things that we've heard throughout our lives, whether it's come directly from the Bible, from a movie, from a mentor, a coach, a parent. The, these words have resonated throughout history. And for centuries, these verses have been used to illustrate just how important it is for us to never give up. That's really what these verses have been used to teach us and to remind us of. They've been used to promote the concept of faith and the belief that as long as we persist, then we will succeed. And, you know, I too hold this belief because it's something that I I believe that we've been able to witness in our daily lives. You know, even from kids, you know, asking for something and, you know, being told, well, if you get good grades, if you get A's and B's, all A's, whatever it may be, you know, you'll receive this reward. We've done that. You know, we've been given chores and told that if we complete our chores, we'll get a reward at the end of it. You know, so I think the system of, you know, learning how to persist until we succeed has been passed down. And we know that with effort and persistence, we can make dreams come true. But I think that these verses from Jesus are actually more than just motivation for us to cling to. They're more than just words to help us keep the faith and never lose hope. And when you really look at them and read them, you realize that these verses are almost spoken like a recipe. And I believe that Jesus was intentional in everything that he did. And I don't believe it's any any coincidence that Jesus spoke these words at the time that he spoke them and in the order that he said them. And so we're going to go back to some of the backstory right before Jesus said these words and see what he said before them and what he was talking about. Because when Jesus spoke these words to his disciples, he was actually in the process of teaching them a lesson about prayer. That was the topic of the moment. The disciples had asked Jesus how to pray. And in that moment, he taught them the Lord's Prayer, which is are some more uh, powerful and popular verses that we've seen. And it's a prayer that we've all heard before. And it went like this. After they asked you know, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Father, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. Give us each day the food we need and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation. Those are That's in the same chapter of Luke, chapter 11, in the verses before. And through this prayer, we see Jesus demonstrate the first part of his recipe for success because Jesus knew what to ask for and how to ask for it. And that and that's important for us to, to pay attention to because to have hope, keep the faith, and never give up, we have to know what we want. We have to know that what we want is truly for us and that what we're asking for is something that we are willing to endure and if needed, suffer for. Because we think about it, Jesus wanted nothing more than than to be the man God God wanted him to be. For him, achieving holiness was his purpose. And so this prayer that he taught his disciples was directly aligned with his purpose. Because to be his disciples, that means that their purpose was the same. So he taught them a very intentional prayer 
for their per- for their purpose. He told them what to ask for. It's important that we know what to ask for and how to ask for it because what we ask for is going to direct our lives. It's going to it's how we decide to live on a daily basis. And this is something that we can't afford to take lightly. It's not enough to want to be rich or to be successful or even just to want to be happy. We have to be very specific with what we ask for because what we ask for, we will receive. Remember that. You want to be as clear as you can when you pray and ask the universe to bless you. Jesus didn't waste time on empty or frivolous prayers. He knew what he wanted. He wanted the kingdom of heaven to come. He wanted to, he wanted to be fed and secure each and every day. He wanted forgive, forgiveness for everybody, and he wanted the strength to endure and overcome temptation. Since we've been children, we've learned the importance of of analyzing and detailing the five W's, right? The the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why. We've also learned the importance of how. And these specifics should also exist in our prayer life and be detailed in our requests from the universe. And this, and then we see that after Jesus, you know, preached about asking, he then moved forward in his recipe. The next step was for us to go seek. And I love this because now the responsibility to receive what we ask for is put onto our backs. I love that Jesus promoted an active lifestyle, an active faith. And we and we talked about this even in the series Strategic Faith about how faith is more of an action than anything. We're not meant to sit around and wait for our dreams to come true. We are we are built to pray and then go get what we just prayed for. It's it, it's supposed to rally our strength and courage to move forward with diligence and dedicated action. And the verses tell us not only to seek, but to keep on seeking. This is a call to keep going, even when it seems like our efforts are leading us nowhere. This is a declaration that Jesus was making of our need to stay patient and persevere through the bad times. Because it's only when we keep seeking, when we continue to press forward through the trials and tribulations, that we actually begin to see results. That's the key. And this is another reason why what we ask for has to be something that we really want. It has to truly be aligned with what we believe our destiny and our purpose is. Because no matter how much we want it, it won't come easy. We will be put to the test and we will have to endure a few storms and survive the belly of the beast to receive what we're seeking after. If what you're asking for isn't enough to provide you the inspiration to endure the bad and the ugly just as much as you endure the good, then you have to reconsider what it is that you want. And so we ask, we seek. And when we get ready to discover what we've asked for, there's one more step. And like I said, Jesus was promoting an active faith, an active lifestyle. It was written off like a recipe. You ask, you seek, and then we have to knock and keep on knocking. And I really enjoyed this illustration from Jesus because he continually shows, he continually shows us that nothing worth having comes easy. It's not enough just to ask. It's not enough just to go seek. We have to be willing to knock and to keep knocking. And I think knocking, of course, it's, it's meant to be taken like a metaphor. I think this represents us actually putting in the work. Like we ask 
So we ask for it. Then we go seek it. And then right when we're about to find it, when we come across what we've asked for, nine times out of 10, we're going to have to work for it. The door will not be opened unless we're willing to work for what we want. And the other side of asking, once we make it to the other side, is being able to open that door and walk through it. And all of this is intended to build our endurance and teach us how to persevere through life. When it comes to being a master, Jesus understood that our character has to be sharpened by our trials and tribulations. We must work within ourselves to produce the results we want outwardly. To ask, seek, and knock is to follow a process. It's about us going through the motions, walking our journey to actually land at our destination. Ask, seek, and knock. Three steps. Three steps to success. A recipe, a crafted intentional recipe that has literally been passed down throughout history. And I think it's so important for us to to look at it in this in this creative way because when you really think about it that is the recipe of life right like we grow up asking for stuff and once we asked for it you know when we started figuring out what we wanted to be in life and who we wanted to be we started to seek it out and for many people you know that look differently you know you know for me that looked like you know actually going to college and being able to go to Howard University and and seek out what I was looking for which was you know my calling which way in life that I wanted to go and when I found it you know I had to start putting in the work you know I had to start learning I had to start crafting I started to learn about how to be an educator and education in my field and now yes I'm knocking I'm putting in the work I'm knocking and I know that I will discover what I'm looking for and that may look different for everybody but that is the recipe it's you ask for it you go to seek it out and then when, you, when you're put in the position to work for it, you start to work. You start to knock and the door will be open to you. And so I think to, to be a master, like I said, as we learn about character first, then ability, we have to be able to have the character that's, that's hardened and sharpened to put in the work, to go and seek and also be willing to ask and know what to ask for because you really have to be very specific with your request. So thank you once again for tuning in to Shape the Coach's weekly message. I hope you enjoyed this message. Like I said, I hope it gave you something that you can implement in your daily life. I hope you heard something that you that you feel like is worth sharing. Pass it along so we can continue to learn and grow together. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Love you all.